Hi, my name is Audrey Belf. I ran collegially at Georgetown University as well as the University of Michigan. And I run because I'm empowered by that feeling when you cross the finish line and know that you've accomplished something that you've worked really hard for and just the sense of fulfillment you get from running, whether it be achieving your own personal goals or seeing your teammates achieve their goals. It's just a sense of euphoria that I experience in no other aspect of my life as I do in running. So welcome, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to episode 12 of Triple Knot, a podcast for female collegiate runners to share their stories and a space to open up conversation around some of the challenges that we face as young athletes. So calling in today from Michigan is Audrey Belf. Audrey ran at Georgetown and then transferred to run at the University of Michigan, where she earned a bachelor's degree last year, and she just finished her master's degree a few weeks ago. And also recently announced that she will be continuing her athletic career as a triathlete through the collegiate recruitment program, which is huge. And, you know, you might have heard of, of people like Gwen Jorgensen. She was a product of that program and now runs for Nike, one of the Bowerman babes. And she won an Olympic gold medal for triathlon. So I'd say that worked out pretty well for her. Yeah. So welcome, Audrey. And thanks for your time today. Can you give us a little picture of what's going on in your life right now and how you've been (laughs) adjusting to this weird transition between graduating and not really knowing what's going on in the world? Yeah, um, well, thanks so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Um, Yeah, so for about the last month, I've actually almost two months now, just kind of been chilling at home with my family. I um, left the University of Michigan campus and went back home just to kind of spend this quarantine stay at home time um, with my family and just kind of finished up school and have just been running a lot spending time outside when Michigan gets gets a little bit warmer kind of lots of running and relaxing and enjoying the time with my family before I end up um, moving to DC and stuff next year so it's been kind of nice to just have some family time but at the same time really disappointing not really knowing what's next and not really having a definitive plan kind of for the first time in my life. I know I was talking to some friends and it's wild because you think of graduating as this time in your life where we can go move on and start something exciting and new. And now it's just kind of like we're stuck back at home and I don't think anyone imagined being in that place. Yeah, I know. I mean, I still get like calendar reminders for track meets I'm supposed to be at today. And it's, it's really sad. And it's just like, wow, last year I was in Palo Alto or I was at U of M for our home meet. And it's just, it's kind of sad to see those, but I don't know. I don't want to get rid of them. There's just memories. For sure. It is a good time, though, to try to appreciate being at home and with our families, though, before we do move on. So, Audrey, you were one of the most accomplished high school runners ever from the state of Michigan. You have multiple state titles to your name. Your, your times are up there on the all-time list. In your senior year, you were seventh at Foot Locker and 14th at Nike Cross. So how would you describe yourself as a runner in high school? Yeah, so um, when I started high school, I was definitely somebody who would take it from the gun, whether I, uh, whether I should have or not at the time. Um, I definitely really uh, just a goal setter and always wanted to strive to be the best. And um, my freshman and sophomore year, I was nowhere near the best and I wasn't ready to run with those girls, but I had the confidence that I was ready to run with those girls and someday it was gonna, it was gonna play out for me. So I really, um, dedicated myself to the sport after my freshman year I was 
playing soccer and swimming before that. But, but then I really saw some potential and desire I had within running my freshman year. And then um, coming into my junior year, I just, I trained a lot differently and a lot more seriously the summer between my sophomore and junior years, because um, my freshman year, I got, I think, 35th at the state meet, sophomore year, 33rd, and all state was the top 30. And I, um, I kind of set a goal for myself to be all state by my junior year. And coming into that year, I just built a lot of strength and momentum. And um, I ended up winning the state meet after not taking all state for the first two years. And I really just think I had a really hard work ethic and set really high goals for myself and had some great role models coming out of the state of Michigan before me, like Aaron Finn, who I'm extremely close with and um, Megan Gothels. And I think I just set really high goals for myself and I'm an extremely hard worker and just seeing all they, all they were able to accomplish just motivated me, motivated me even more to be able to try to live up to the bar that they set for me. Yeah. And when you started seeing that success, you got a lot of neat opportunities to race at a really high level nationally. What were some of the best experiences that came out of that? Yeah. So um, that kind of started my sophomore year. I went to New Balance Internationals, which I don't know um, how many people have been to the Armory, but going there for New Balance Internationals is just unreal. The environment there and just the energy of all these really highly performing athletes, as well as people who are just striving to get up to the next level. So that kind of started um, just showing me how many opportunities there were out there and all these kind of cool meets you can go to. So that carried over into um, Brooks PR, um, USATF Nationals, New Balance Nationals, um, Foot Locker. have to say my, my favorite memory was definitely uh, USATF Nationals my junior year. Um, I believe I was the only high school kid in the 5K race, and I was really nervous and ended up actually winning the race that year at USATF Nationals, but it was all out at Historic Hayward Field, and I was out there with my dad, and it was just a really cool experience to see as a high schooler what the next level held and just to kind of get that um, national experience out there. So that was definitely definitely one of my favorite high school memories, but there's just so many great opportunities for high school kids to really push themselves with the best in the nation, and those were opportunities i just been really fortunate to have had throughout my high school career. Yeah, the USATF national race is really neat in that it kind of combines college running with like maybe semi-pros, possible high-end high schoolers. So it's a really neat junction of talent you got there. So when you started your college process, what were you looking for in a school? Yeah, so um, I was really looking for a school where I could pursue both academics and athletics because I really valued having a balance between both of those. Um, my dad and I had started my sophomore year kind of taking some road trips to different schools. And then as I got into junior and senior year, um, my whole family would go for like spring break. We took a trip kind of in the Virginia area one year and then kind of looking at a ton of schools really broadly during my sophomore and early junior year helped me get into places where I would take my official visits come my senior year. So I took visits to Stanford, Virginia, Michigan, and Georgetown. And, um, ultimately it came down to me really deciding between Michigan and Georgetown and choosing Georgetown in the end. So that's interesting that the two schools that you were <laughs> deciding between at the end, you got, you ended up getting a taste of both. <laughs> yeah. Um, I didn't think that would be the case at the time, but yeah, I did. I ended up going to both. Like, I guess I just couldn't make up my mind. So what were your experiences like at Georgetown? What was the team environment like? How did you make that transition from high school to college? Just, yeah, take us through your couple years there. Yeah, so um, 
I absolutely love Georgetown, especially my freshman year. Um, love being in D.C., love the energy of just the D.C., Virginia area. I came onto the team, um, and a big part of my choosing Georgetown had been Michael Smith. He was an exceptional coach and somebody who really fostered an incredible team environment. And for somebody like me who's an only child coming away from home for the first time, I mean, I don't even know if I'd been to summer camp before I went to Georgetown. Um, he really – it was kind of like any time I was feeling upset – or homesick or anything I would just get to practice with the team there and him and kind of all that would go away and I was just really really loving running and just practice was the most exciting time of my day and being able to be with my teammates and doing workouts that I never imagined I'd be able to do with upperclassmen and just really really feeling like I was being pushed to the next level and um, I made tremendous progress there my freshman year um, I was fortunate enough to I think PR in every event and it was just kind of really everything was falling into place there and we just had exceptional leadership and um, people who helped you realize how to kind of approach things in small bites. And I'm somebody who kind of gets ahead of herself with setting goals that are things that I really need to work for in smaller pieces. And they really helped me frame my mind around doing the little things and the little accomplishments to kind of get to that ultimate goal. Um, unfortunately, two weeks before school started my sophomore year, um, our coach decided to take a position with Northern Arizona which was he'd come from Flagstaff before and was just really a place that he um, loved. And he's done exceptional things there with them winning three NCAA titles in a row. And then I kind of faced my first injury um, that fall during cross country and just kind of all the changes and getting injured. I was just really homesick and just not in a good place at the time. And I decided that for me moving forward, I really just wanted to be closer to my family after all that and kind of made the decision to transition back to Michigan. I remember when Mike Smith took over the program at Georgetown, that was kind of a, seemed like a really last minute hire to begin with. Cause I remember watching some flow track episode on it and yeah, Georgetown has such an incredible program, you know, people like Emily Infield and Trina Coogan and yeah, lots of high level success. So I can imagine that'd be really hard to have such a big, coaching change too. So you decided to transfer to be closer to home. What was your process of transferring like? Yeah, so I decided to come back or when I decided to transfer, I kind of was between Michigan and Georgetown before I had decided to go to Georgetown. So it was kind of an easy transition to decide that I would like to go back to Michigan just obviously to be closer to home and it was a program where I knew a lot of girls on the team. I was really good friends with Erin Finn in high school, and she was still on the team at the time. And um, Mike McGuire, the head coach there, is an exceptional coach who's been there for a really long time. So it offered me the ability to be close to home with um, just a lot of stability within the program, just kind of going forward. Um, and I felt like that was something I needed at that time. The hardest part of the whole um, transferring process was, and they've kind of gotten rid of this, I think, now but was at the time I had to go talk to my coach and ask at Georgetown to be released and to have the option to go to another school which it was really hard for me because I loved Georgetown area and the team and everything meant so much to me and I would still be competing at Georgetown for the remainder of that year so it was really hard for me to tell her that but also allow her to know that I was still committed to my position there um for the rest of the year and everything. So it was, that was definitely one of the hardest things I've ever had to do in my life. Um, and then once I got through that, it was kind of just a year of a limbo for a little bit for me, 
where I was competing in one jersey, but I knew ultimately at the end of the year I would be transitioning, um, transitioning back to Michigan. So that was it was a really difficult year, and I think coming off injury in the fall, it made it even harder just because I hadn't been racing. So then I was getting back into shape as well as knowing I would be transferring at the end of the year. So definitely it was difficult to kind of finish out that commitment, but I made the commitment to the team and absolutely love the girls in the team, um, which created just a more complicated situation in and of itself. But yeah, transferring is definitely a really hard thing to do. I think it's kind of the courage to transfer is the hardest part because I love the decision that I made and I wouldn't regret it. It's definitely shaped me to become a stronger and more independent person. But at the same time, I knew what was and what wasn't right for me. And I had to had to make the call. Yeah, that sounds like such a hard choice to make because I, I know just from my experiences of being on a team, like you bond so much with the people around you. So yeah, I can't imagine also having to overcome injury, tell your team that you're looking elsewhere and have all of that burden over you and try to still focus on your performance and your academics. Were there any things that you were able to do to help gear your focus in the right direction or to help you get through that? Um, definitely spent a lot of the time talking to just talking things through my, my parents with my parents every day there. They're definitely um, people who are really close to me. So they definitely offered me a lot of support. And I had some really exceptional teammates there at Georgetown who, um, I mean, they didn't know I was transferring at the time, but just their positive energy and just spirit to be around was really really something that I'm thankful for and I keep up with them now and they're going to be some of my best friends for life so they were definitely really people I was able to lean on who didn't really know what was going on but were really able to put me in a happy mindset um, no matter what was kind of going on in the background for me. That's great I'm glad you had that support system. So what was your transition to Michigan like maybe what did you focus on that the summer beforehand and then what was the fall season like for you? Um, yeah, so the summer beforehand, I kind of hit a heavy reset button when I left Georgetown. I um, took, a, I think, like a three-week break or so and just kind of wanted to let my body heal because I had kind of sprung back into action pretty quickly after I had been injured. So I just kind of wanted to make sure everything was good going into that. I was really fortunate um, at Michigan to be welcomed into a house with some fifth years or, yeah, fifth years on the team that just really made the transition super easy for me. Um, like the first day I moved in, we were went on a group training run and stuff together. And they just really made me feel like I had been on the team since freshman year. It was an exceptional house to be in. Um, and they just really helped me make that transition. So by the first day of practice, although I was meeting some more new faces, I really felt like I was part of the team. They made, they, they really helped with that transition as well as um, Mike McGuire there, just being able to talk to him and stuff during the summer and him really, work through my training and um, kind of give me the confidence booster I needed to try to get on back on my feet because I mean coming in as a junior is it's really challenging because you lose that close-knit freshman circle you develop when you come into a new school so it was kind of emerging into just an entirely new group of girls with having some past connections but also just really wanting to be able to integrate myself into that team and have what I had at Georgetown before that too. Mm-hmm. And Michigan was a highly successful program as well. And you spoke to um, people like Aaron Finn that you were on the team with there, I believe. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. So you like got to see like two different sorts of colleges that are both high level performing. What was it like to be in that type of environment? Yeah, um, I consider myself extremely lucky to have had the opportunity to be able to make the transition between two really successful programs. I'm 
happy I was able to create that foundation for myself kind of from going back into high school, but it was really cool to, um, I mean, they were very similar in the way they mindsets were approached to workouts and stuff. Both of the programs have exceptional histories. So it was really cool to just see like the drive and determination between both groups. Definitely a lot of the workouts between both teams were, um, were actually pretty different. So it was kind of cool to look at one training philosophy and then kind of move over to a different one, which was hard and exciting because things that I had gotten used to at Georgetown were not definitely what we were going to be doing at Michigan. But it was cool to be able to open my mind to kind of see how another really successful coach approached his training and um, to kind of implement that in my my toolbox. I feel like I've really grown to be able to um, kind of know how to train myself in ways going forward and really know just different methodologies behind workouts and stuff. Um, which is something I'll cherish going forward as I continue to run. Were there any certain workouts or training philosophies that you felt like you really clicked with in particular? Um, yeah. So at Michigan, I really like they do the signature workout called the Michigan. So it's a lot of on the track, off the track. We did um, most of it on the track just for like safety stuff around campus. It's kind of hard dodging cars in the middle of tempos off the track, but it's basically like really hard mile for us on the track then some tempo and then we'll go down to like 1200 800 so we vary the way the ladder works itself down but always working down to a 400 with kind of tempos in between and I really like that because it was definitely distance oriented but I believe that I'm still somebody who has a little bit of mid-distance in her so it was kind of fun to channel both the distance and the mid-distance uh another signature workout at Michigan would definitely be Arb Hills um there's like a 600 meter hill circuit so we did a lot of short hills as well as this really long 1K hill, um, which is, it's, we call it climbing the mountain at the end of our workout. So we come off a bunch of short circuit hills and then move on to the climb the mountains at the end. And it was really where you had to get through the short stuff and then kind of block out the big hill and then focus on the big hill at the end. And definitely a team building exercise where you kind of switched off who would lead different segments of the big hill and really have to work with each other to kind of push the pace when it needed to be pushed. And make sure everybody got up to the top because 1k all the way uphill is a it's pretty grueling but when you have your teammates there we could hit some times that we never thought we'd be able to hit or surpass times from our past workout so it was definitely a really fulfilling workout totally didn't even click with me before this but my team does the michigan every year as well so it's cool to to hear where where the source of that workout is from do you know the history behind it um I could be completely botching this, but I think it dated back to Ron Warhurst, who's a um, really famous coach back from Michigan. I know he coached people like Nick Willis and Kevin Sullivan, who are really big names in the track and field world. But um, I think it went back to there. And I know traditionally it's supposed to be on the track, off the track. So the same type of like starting with a hard mile structure, but then going like off the track. And I think they used to do the 2K tempos in between. Um, around the big house, which people who haven't been to Ann Arbor, it's um, it's not flat, so it was like a really hilly kind of like 2K tempo around the giant Michigan football stadium. Um, so that that was kind of like the traditional Michigan, but then all different programs have kind of adapted it to kind of be their owner, how they're gonna do it. Um, we actually did it at Georgetown once with on turf um for the uh tempo parts and then on the track for the hard parts. So it's really something that kind of started at U of M and then every or a lot of programs around the country have started to do it. So that's pretty cool to like do the Michigan at Michigan. Um, and then know that I did it at Georgetown too. And it's really something that's spread around the country. That's so neat. Kind of like, let's just take every tr- like possible training method and smush it into one workout. 
Yeah, it's definitely a workout where like a coach will be like, oh, we're doing the Michigan Friday and you got to be ready for it. It's hard. It's long, but it's also cool because you start with a long interval and then get to kind of work your way down. So you check off the long ones and then get a lot faster um, and then get that tempo break in the middle. So great for all distances as well. Mm -hmm, For sure. So you spoke to being injured the fall of your sophomore year at Georgetown. Yeah. I know that you ended up take, doing your, a master's program at Michigan and taking that fifth year um, of eligibility. So what brought you to making that decision to redshirt whenever you redshirted throughout your college career and then pursue a master's? What was that decision? Yeah, so um, I redshirted fall of my sophomore year during cross. I ran one meet and then I kind of knocked a bone in my foot a little bit. Um, nothing broken, but just a lot of inflammation wasn't getting, wasn't getting any better. And I wasn't really going to be back in time to really contribute how I wanted to for my team. So we kind of made the decision to do a redshirt there during cross and then moving over to Michigan. I definitely um, just had a lot of struggles kind of readapting and getting back into the swing of training and stuff. And after cross country, my junior year, we decided to redshirt indoor and outdoor and just try to kind of get reintegrated in a new training system and do a lot of unattached racing there. So I ended up redshirting junior and senior uh, indoor and outdoor track my first year at Michigan, which would then give me just the complete calendar year for um, a fifth year. And um, I originally wasn't um, thinking that with transferring everything that I would be able to pursue a master's, I thought I would have to kind of finish a lot of transfer. Um, credits making up for changing majors, going from human science to Georgetown to kinesiology at Michigan. But fortunately, with some summer classes and stuff, um, Michigan's great at supporting you through spring term and really making sure you can get in all the credits and classes you want. So I was able to graduate with my bachelor's in kinesiology and move on to get my master's in supply chain management this year. Sweet. What was it like to race unattached while you were also on your college team? Were you yeah. training and simultaneously like racing on your own? So we were fortunate my junior year, we opened our indoor facility at U of M. So I was able to do all the home meets there. Um, we have a lot of indoor tracks in Michigan. So I raced at Saginaw Valley State, which was like, an, I know it was an hour away from my house here. Um, so I had a lot of opportunities within the state. And then I actually went out to BU for their last chance meet at the end of the year and um, I stayed with my past teammate Katrina Coogan out there and ran the BU last chance meet. I think going out to Boston was definitely, um, that was kind of a hard decision for me to make because I wasn't able to go to our big 10 meet because I was also racing kind of like my unattached big 10 meet for the year kind of thing. Um, but it was definitely really cool to be able to race unattached, but still race with my teammates at Michigan. So it made being unattached, not really feel like I was unattached. I really felt like I was just, part of the Michigan team during all that and outdoor as well we had a lot of freshmen who were racing unattached so I was able to go to a lot of meets with them so I still felt like I had my teammates around me um around me for that for those meets that's great yeah I could imagine that could potentially feel like an isolating experience but it sounds like it wasn't for you and running at BU I I got to go to the last chance meet was a few months ago actually uh, cause I'm live in the Boston ish area and it's just such an incredible atmosphere. How did that compare to other meets that you had raced at before? Well, I guess yeah, you it was- a lot of high level meets before that. 
Sorry, go ahead. No, it was a really cool meet. I mean, there were, uh, sorry, it was a really cool meet. Um, There were a lot of pros there that year. I think Center with ran a mile relay that year. Um, And it was, a, it was a really cool experience for me because I had had a lot of um ups and downs during my indoor season. And I kind of was able to put a lot of the pieces back together and run a season best at the BU meet. And I think just kind of like the atmosphere and having um like the Hoka group there, the New Balance Boston group there, uh, Matt Sandro was there and just kind of like all that energy and uh, just another really cool high performance meet kind of just propelled me to a different mindset and really able to do something I hadn't been able to put together in meets previously that season. Yeah, a lot of magic happens at BU. Yes, <laughs> you can't run slow at BU. Mm-mm. So you talked about some signature workouts that you do. What have been some of your favorite team traditions or memorable moments that you've had at Michigan? Yeah, so every year at U of M, we go to the U of M bio station for cross-country camp. So it's an eight-day camp to kind of kick the year off and really um get to know all your teammates. So one of my favorite traditions up there, well, like we had two. So we would go to Mackinac every other year, which is really cool. Um, so Mackinac Island, you take a bridge and it's like a no car island where you can just have horses or bikes and there's a lot of cool local shops and a ton of fudge and just Michigan stuff. So we'd go up there with our team every other year. And then um, as well at camp, it would be our coach's birthday. So we went to a really nice steakhouse up there and all got to dress up and it was usually towards the end of camp. So it was kind of fun to do this really fancy team dinner at our training camp. So that was a really cool tradition we would do every year. And then I mean, there's so many cool memories from U of M. I think a lot of the team memories I've had were when we are winning Big Tens. That was really cool. I'd never been on a conference championship team and just how well we were able to do at nationals and kind of grow over the year to come together for just some really successful national appearances at cross country. Uh, individually, I think one of my um, one of my biggest memories from U of M was really bringing a lot of things together last year and winning my first college race at Notre Dame in the mile. It was kind of a, a, just kind of a lot of pieces coming together for me and really being able to come out of some disappointments and bring things together and realize that I still had a lot of potential going forward and that I could still kind of take running and athletics further. So it was really a good mental point for me and just something I'll always remember and cherish. How have you grown in understanding yourself as a runner? Um, I'm definitely a much, a much different runner than I was when I was that high school runner who just go out from the gone and just kind of, I don't know, I understand a lot, a lot more about becoming a complete runner and that running isn't everything in achieving success. You have to kind of find that balance between your happiness off the track as well as your happiness on the track, because both are going to play into each other a lot. And I think that was something going into college, it was hard for me to make that adjustment to not trying to be all in for academics and all in for athletics all the time, because trying to be 100% of both just isn't always possible. And it's something that I really struggled with. And I really learned to become a more balanced individual this year with my teammates and kind of um, just taking a healthier approach to understanding that you have to be confident in your training for track and you also have to be confident in your ability to excel in the classroom and you don't need to be going um, all out all the time on both because that's just not sustainable and I mean it's easy in high school when you come home and you have your parents to cook you dinner and you're coming home to your house every night and you kind of have people like your parents or um, 
a sibling if you have a sibling and stuff to kind of like keep you in check and make sure you're kind of keeping yourself balanced but I I'll have to admit that especially in the midst of my college career I wasn't always exceptionally good at that because I'm such a perfectionist and a goal-driven person and really this year I think I came to grow and realize that your happiness really matters in all aspects of your life and it's super important to find that balance because who you are on the track and who you are off the track definitely play into one another. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. It is a really unforeseeably hard transition to make in terms of figuring out how to go from being dependent on your parents and that home life in high school to then living on your own and realizing that you can't be perfect at everything. Yeah. And I think um, a lot of runners kind of fall into that perfectionist mindset. And it's definitely something you have to take a step back from and kind of think like, you do have time to go out with a friend to go eat dinner. You have to eat dinner anyway, was what one of my friends used to tell me. And it was a really good point where like, I can make the time to eat dinner with a friend and go out to dinner with a friend and kind of have that breather within my day. And I can still come back and finish my schoolwork and do well in school, but also kind of have that re-energized experience from just going out with a friend or something. Mm-hmm, for sure. Yeah, I love how you say re-energized because being around people and taking that time for yourself really does make you able to f- put more into what you do. So we did talk a little bit at the beginning about what's going on in your life right now. So I'm curious how you heard about the early end to your college career and how you were able to cope with that in that transitional period. Yeah, so we got back from our spring break, which was kind of end of February, early March, and there'd been a lot of talk kind of more on an international basis about COVID-19 or coronavirus, but um, nothing kind of really was super talked about here in the U.S. and in Michigan until after our spring break. So we kind of came back from spring break and I would kind of describe it as like dominoes starting to fall. So things were getting getting canceled within like the NBA, um, Pac-12, other conferences and stuff. And we'd actually just sent out a DMR team to indoor nationals. And we started hearing like um, a lot of stuff about things getting canceled or like different rules where like they wouldn't have spectators and stuff. Um, And this was like all within the span of a Thursday. So it was kind of just like a lot of dominoes falling and, shifting pieces and stuff so we went to practice and a girl on our team got a call from the coach that kind of was just like your season's over um you guys all have to go home like right now we're closing the track closing locker rooms and like it's it's over for the year and it was really hard to process at first because I mean that's not not something that happens it's not something that's ever happened um and it was really hard as a fifth year senior who is going into a job next year and is finished with school to realize like you don't have, no matter what happens, like you don't have the chance to really come back Mm -hmm. and kind of finish all the goals that you had set for yourself that you hadn't met yet and be able to have those experiences with your teammates for another season. And it was really hard to like, just kind of pack up and leave and not be able to say goodbye to your friends and have that closure of finishing your last race in the block M. Um, so it just kind of felt like a lot of last experiences for me were kind of like just stripped away all at once. And that was really hard. And it was um, even harder leaving campus and then kind of coming back for another team meeting where really the reality of everything set in and just how blessed I was to have all these experiences and to be at U of M and just see all the incredible athletic facilities and the staff that helped us get to where we are. That was, it was really hard to just kind of 
all in the span of a day and a week, just kind of had that all go away. So for me personally, it was, it was good for me to kind of just come back with my family, kind of process all that. And then I've just kind of started training again and finishing school. And I know that it might not be May, June, July, or even August that I have an opportunity to race, but there's going to be a next opportunity to step back on the roads or on the track. And I've just kind of put it to the mindset where I'm going to keep training and really get back to where I was before and be ready to race and kind of just reinvent myself in a post-collegiate atmosphere where it's not going to be the same to not have all those girls to be training with and those girls to step on the line with that, you know, you've gone to the well with in workouts, but it's, it's a new adventure and just a new aspect of my life that I've had to embrace a little earlier than I thought I was going to have to. Mm -hmm. I could imagine too, as a fifth year, having that whole buildup between what you've overcome transferring and then red shirting and having all those big decisions already made. And then to have that taken away, like I can't imagine how hard that must've been to process and still process. Yeah. And I mean, for me, it was kind of, it kind of hit me exceptionally hard because unfortunately at the, I'd taken a really long break after cross country season this year to kind of try to just let my body just kind of like rejuvenate. I felt like I had a lot left in me that I wanted to get out um, for indoor and outdoor track, but then I ended up with an injury that took me out of indoor track. So I hadn't really had an opportunity to race, but two cross country meets this year. And I was really ready to kind of come back and, go out with kind of a just a grand finale of a track season whether that meant achieving goals that I had set for myself or really just embracing the last moments with my teammates on all these fun trips and then to hear that I was never going to get that chance was exceptionally hard yeah wow that sounds really challenging it sounds like you have some really exciting plans ahead said at the beginning that you or I saw on Instagram the (laughs) say triathlon collegiate recruitment program that you were going to be part of that. So can you take us through what went into making that decision and what that actually means? Yeah. So I definitely feel like I still have some unfinished business on, um, with him running and stuff. So I'm still definitely going to like keep trying for some of those goals as well. But, um, when I, I was injured this winter with an Achilles injury and I really couldn't do biking or running. I mean, I think it took like four months from start to finish to kind of get out of it. So just being such an active, competitive person, I really wanted to find something to fill that void. So I I started swimming again. I hadn't really been in the pool consistently since um, probably high school. I swam a little bit in high school, but I grew up swimming competitively. And Ann Arbor has an exceptional master swim team. So most of the people are like 40 and up, but um, there was a good group of girls in their uh, late 20s, early 30s that I really clicked with to train with there. And I was in the pool every morning, I think at like 530 in the morning or sometimes in the afternoon and stuff, just because I I really needed something, like I said, to fill that the void of like not having training anymore. So I, I, I never loved swimming growing up. But for some reason, now it was completely different. And I was really, really enjoying it for once. And it ended up being something I realized that I really like to do. And I competed in some master swim meets this winter just because I, I couldn't run a track meet. So I was like, well, I'm going to swim in a swim meet. And I just really watched my times get back to where I had been in middle school, which I know that sounds lame, but it was, I was a way better swimmer in middle school than I was now. Um, and then kind of actually surpassing some of those times in training as well. And 
I was talking to my parents. I was like, well, should I email this college recruitment program? My past roommate, Gina Serino, had done it. And I know she really enjoyed it. And I hit the both the swimming and the running standards. So I, I, I kind of grappled with the idea for a while. Wasn't really sure if I should do it or not. Wasn't sure if having been kind of off the running scene for a while, if I was going to be able to get that opportunity. But I talked with the people there and they were super welcoming and just gave me a lot of confidence to to give it a shot. Um, I've never really been on a bike. That's been something that I've uh, picked up during quarantine now that all the pools and stuff are gone. So uh, master clip pedals or clipless or whatever they're called <laughs> last week, um, getting in and out of those and stuff. So yeah, it's been a journey, but it's definitely something I want to try. And I'm looking forward to looking forward to giving it a shot as something going forward to pursue. That's so cool. And also, I totally get what you're saying about reaching your middle school times now. Yeah. <laughs> at all. Like, I don't know, swimming is just such a challenging, not like, obviously, you're really aerobically strong from running, but swimming is just like a whole different beast. Yeah. <laughs> programs are so great. I yeah, I've, I love swimming with the old guys. And <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it was like a, it was another team, it was another family, and I'm, I'm glad I did it because I think sometimes when you're injured and you're just around like the track team and stuff the whole time, sometimes it's hard and you love the people and you love watching their accomplishments and stuff, but you need something to kind of separate yourself from the running when you're not able to. And it really created that for me. And um, even when I started running again, I still went to masters, not as frequently, but I, I still kept going because. I was really proud of where I had gotten with my swimming and I didn't really want to lose that. But at the same time, I just, I loved being around those people. And I mean, as long as, if it opens up again while I'm still in Michigan, um, I'm definitely going to go back for a little more this summer in Ann Arbor. Sweet. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of the master's teams too, they don't take themselves too seriously, but they still like to get the good workout in. So it's kind of the perfect level that you need when you're injured. Oh yeah. I mean, I'll, they kicked my butt. i I had to really work my way up there. I uh, I jumped in a lane and that was kind of like my lane because the next lane was a bunch of like post-collegiate swimmers. And I was like, I, I can't do that one. But um, they kind of really, they really pushed me to get to where I was within swimming this year. And they were just really funny and encouraging. And they wanted to see me as like kind of the little kid in the lane, get to be the leader of the lane. Um, And they got me there. But I mean, they're, they're exceptional swimmers at those master's programs. And I by far not the best at all at that program. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, that's great that you got that experience. And so you said earlier that you were moving back to DC. So do you have set plans for a team to join or a living situation? Yeah. So um, I, I completed my master's in supply chain this year. So kind of a business field and decided to accept a position out in DC with Boothdown Hamilton doing some federal healthcare consulting um, work out there. So I'm not on like a training team or anything per se right now. So I'll kind of like figure that stuff out as plans unfold. But I absolutely loved being in Georgetown, DC, Virginia, when I was there my first year of college. And it was kind of a goal of mine to get back there because just because I left, it wasn't that I left for a bad reason that I didn't like it. But um, I love the area and it was some, it was a goal of mine to kind of get back there. So um, I'll be moving out there in July, August timeframe to start working there. And I'm super excited to be able to mix um, a healthcare background as well as like a business, the newfound love for kind of the business side of things into a position out there. 
Yeah. And that sounds like a needed position. I mean, it's always needed, but I feel like right now too, there's a lot of push to find new vaccinations and just reinvent the healthcare system in general. So that sounds like a really important job. Yeah. I never felt, um, or I never thought that when I started this supply chain management degree, I mean, I didn't really know what supply chain management was. And then I found myself going into a master's program in it and really falling in love and enjoying the business aspect as well as just supply chain management stuff in general. And then now with the COVID-19 outbreak and supply chain becoming super relevant and important within all this, um, I kind of feel that I've jumped into a field that's super important right now as we move forward to kind of recover from this and get things back to normalcy. Sweet. That's really cool. So my final question for you is what is a piece of advice that you would tell to a younger version of yourself? And what is a message that you want to leave to a future version of yourself? Um, so message for a younger version of myself would be to really embrace every accomplishment, celebrate all the little wins, celebrate every victory, no matter how small, no matter how slow you perceive the time, no matter how far it is from the goal you would set yourself at the um, for that race because looking back I wish I had celebrated that final PR a little more and not been so hard on myself wanting to go faster achieve a higher place or hit a time just a certain time because um you never really know when that last one's going to be that last PR is going to be you never know what the challenges that lie ahead are and I'll completely admit that I've definitely had my fair share of challenges and not really reached the goals that I wanted to. And then looking back, I wish I had really celebrated all those little stepping stones along the way because they're extremely important and extremely relevant to getting to where you want to be. And just celebrate the fact that you were able to accomplish that today and then look into tomorrow as being able to accomplish more, but be happy with where you are at the moment. Celebrate the moment and don't always jump three steps ahead. So that's definitely something I would have said to myself as a younger runner. Um, and then to future me, it's really tape those goals on the wall. They're not they're not gone just because you're not in a collegiate program. They're not gone just because you're not going to be training in the same atmosphere. They're still extremely relevant. And with the same like hard work, determination and goal setting, like you're pretty much able to accomplish anything. And I think just kind of keeping in that mindset and working towards my goals with the same vigor as before is something I really want to continue throughout my life, no matter what twists and turns it's going to take, whether it's on the roads and track or in triathlon, I have, um, I just have the desire to keep competing and I just can't lose sight of what is possible going forward. Well, thank you for those wonderful words. And yeah, thank you for being so open about everything, everything that you've experienced through high school to now. It sounds like that you've had a lot of ups and downs, but that you have a really level head about all of it and a lot of wise words. Are there any final words or shout outs or any other pieces of your story that you felt like were missed that you want to say? Um, I think just in general, never losing hope is an important thing to always consider and have in the back of your head because you're going to have challenges. You're going to have times where you don't feel like you're ever going to be the same runner or athlete or accomplish the same things you had before. And there's going to be times where you think everything's come back together and then you're just kind of knocked down again after that. But it's really knowing that with hard work and just kind of sending your mind to it, you can overcome those things and it might seem slow, but just don't give up on the process. Um, I think uh, uh, Mike McGuire at Michigan is really um, always stressed. Just 
sticking with the process, not giving up on the process, because no matter how bad things are, no matter how injured you are, no matter how far away you are from your goals, just sticking with the process is extremely important. And it's going to take you farther than you've ever imagined. So whether that be on the track or just in life in general, um, I'm always going to remember just kind of stick with the process and go with the flow. Because I mean, especially now, you never know what's going to happen. And you kind of just have to embrace the flow and keep going with the flow. Great. Thank you so much, Audrey. It's been really awesome talking to you. Yeah, thank you so much. It was it was really cool to get to talk with you and kind of share my story of just my collegiate career along the way. And hopefully it'll help other people achieve their dreams going forward.